Stack on the side of the road with RAA Road Service Patrols just around the corner. All it takes is a quick call. Then you can get back to the important stuff, like listening to Beck and Soda's podcast. Become a member today. T's and C's apply. Visit raa.com.au. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. How are you this morning, Soda? Oh, How was your weekend? Rebecca How are you? Now, I need a little report because um, I ducked oh, yeah. off early on Friday <laughs> because we had our... What do you call it? Your bonding day, your team, team, team bonding build, day. SFM team building day. Yeah, so how did it end up? We started off <laughs> did at, you build? Well, we got, a, we got a stretch hummer, which is always a little bit extra. Yes. Um, we started off at Never Never doing a gin tasting, which which you joined us actually. That was you had good. to drive because yeah. you had to go back. Really and good then we venue. went to Vale Brewing, beautiful spot as well. Excellent. So we had a good little sort of pub crawl. Um, I, yeah, I finished up about eight, oh. but when we, when you start drinking at 11, wow. I mean, what, Saturday kids. morning, no, 8 PM. <laughs> right. Nine hours. Yeah. Wow. Uh, responsibly, of course. Though. Absolutely paced myself. I did my spaces. Wow. Um, but the funniest thing about it, because it was team building, there was a lot of effort gone into, um, sort of team activities mm. and we all had a laminated lanyard. Oh, <laughs> just, this is one of those things. If you are involved with your work and you do have to run one of these events or so do not identify your company on your lanyards, <laughs> on T-shirts, or on little yeah. um, signs because it is just a ridiculous giveaway. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> walking around with their SAFM lanyards and yeah. probably by the end of it, I reckon you're reasonably untidy. Like put oh, Triple yeah. M or Mix yeah. or know, something on your lanyard. Handball it onto somewhere. Yeah. Like when you used to go on footy trips, you know, you get footy trip T-shirts, you'd oh, never yeah. put the football club on the oh, trip. No. Never. Clever. Clever. Never. And you always say, oh, yeah, no, we're from Norwood Football Club. <laughs> Absolutely. Where are you boys from? From Norwood. Norwood. Oh, yeah, 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 no worries. The Red Legs. <laughs> Absolutely. No, you've got to make sure. And the, the look, the one thing was it was a great idea to make everyone do little chores throughout the day. Yeah. I don't think anyone did any of them, did they? No. Well, there was one we had. We drew a question out of a hat and then a person out of a hat. Yeah. And then you had to discreetly get that answer out of the out of the the person anyway mm-hmm. i drew one of our producers mel and the question i had to ask her is how long can you hold your breath underwater but you were supposed to work it into the conversation but oh. several drinks in i was sitting next to her <laughs> and i just go hey mel <laughs> But I said it in this, like, naughty voice. Oh, I went, no. hey, Mel, how long can you um, hold your breath, like, underwater? <laughs> she thought it was, like, alluding to something else. <laughs> and our boss, like, was sitting next to her and he goes, oh, yeah, I know what you girls are talking about. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, no, nah, you don't. I'm just no. trying oh. to find out for my assignment. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting yeah. down. No, you're not, mate. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, good day had by all. Well played. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Just another mum fail Monday. Mum Fail Monday. Every Monday I share my uh, failures as a mum and sometimes mm. it's hard to cull down the fails of the week to choose just one. But last year, sort of before your time, I had a fourth child in the house uh, to fail. Uh, we had an exchange student from Japan called Moe in our family. Oh, and how long did you have her for? We had her for about two months. How'd that go? Uh, well, when I was preparing to have her, we actually put it out to the listeners on 131060 mm. whether or not they thought it was a good idea, given my track record of being unable to mother the three I already have, mm-hmm. given my cooking failures, my parking failures, and my just general hot mess in life, whether a child that is not mine should be under my roof. And it was overwhelmingly, no, I should not do that. Good point. <laughs> she survived, though. She got through 
the two survived. months. She yeah. was a delight mm. and it was an experience that was wonderful for our family. Right. And I thought that box was too. <laughs> Hang on. So she came to you. Did you have to send one over at that point? Well, I'm about to send Miller, the 14-year-old, mm. to Japan in a couple of weeks. Right. I'm actually feeling really emotional about it because she's going for three months. She's okay. going until January. And this is the return favour of having Moet over. Yes, yeah, mm. so she will go and stay with Moet's family. Oh, great. And that, so I had said yes to this whole thing. So you're down to two then? Down to two children, um, and I was like, okay, so this is the quid mm. pro quo. So mm. I've, I've had a child, and I've sent off the child, yep. and then after I've said yes. Yes, all square. All paid for the airfares, which was substantial. <laughs> I found out that there was a kicker. There was What's a clause that? in this exchange program that I had missed after What's saying that? yes. Yeah. Miller, when she flies back in January, is bringing back... Another student. <laughs> what? But then I'm, having, I'm having another one. Hang on, you're going to end up yeah. with two for one. So you've given one away, yeah. but you've picked up two. Well, That's it turns right. out she's going to stay with another family <laughs> while she's over there. So then we owe that family. So that child, that beautiful child who has no idea what she's set for, yeah. is coming back. And I have, I'm have, i having another exchange student for all <laughs> oh, of really? term one That's next fantastic. year. For all of term one. And I don't want, they're, they're beautiful children, but there's another child in the house that I have to care for when my caring skills are already depleted. <laughs> Why don't you ring them and tell them you've already done this? I can't you, you, I can't I can't reject because then that poor family in Japan who I've never met mm. is going to say that some Aussie mum has said no to having their child when they're about to have my child. So do you have to then send Frankie back to them later <laughs> on? No. What's going I'm on? I'm stuck in like some sort of like spiral of <laughs> Exchange that I feel like I'll never get out. Oh dear! When does James go? Yes. Can I can I take a Japanese man? <laughs> anyway, right. I'm trapped. I, and I, and as much as I I, I did love having mm. her, it is anyone who's had an exchange student will understand it. It's a big imposition on your household because of you can't it is. yell, mm-hmm. you can't mm. swear, you no. can't walk around naked. And those are my three favorite things. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Give back to someone who's helped you. SAFM's Thank Bank with Beck and Soda. Express some gratitude, Beck. Make your life feel fantastic. Thank someone for doing, well, it might be something significant, it might be something small, but something that's made a huge difference in your life. SAFM.com.au and we will help you thank them. Yeah, it's SAFM's Thank Bank. Think of someone right now who you might like to uh, thank. Uh, Today, we are joined by Alison from Morfitt Vale. Alison, who would you like to thank today? I would like to thank my best friend, Becky, mm-hmm. for gifting me her eggs. So, oh, bless you, little man, so we could have little Elwood here. Right. And that's little Elwood we just heard sneeze. He's a little ripper. Look, he's trying to get to the microphone. He's trying to rip into it he here. He wants to be on air. Okay. So, tell us all about Elwood. What's happened here and how did we get to this point? Yeah. So, my husband and I were trying to conceive for a year or so. Um, and then we went to the doctors and found out that I had a very low egg reserve. And mm. um, we went on to do fertility treatment um, and then we were told by the fertility specialist that it would be very hard for me to get um, pregnant with my own eggs. We did a couple of rounds of IVF to try. This is while you're, while you're telling this story, Elwood is grabbing the <laughs> microphone is, and trying to take it away from you. <laughs> he speaking. does not want mum to be the centre of attention. <laughs> <laughs> He's really fixated on Jesus it. He's keen. Have He's a look at him. He's trying to get it in his mouth. <laughs> Come on, little man. <laughs> um, and so they, and after a few um, failed transfers where we didn't get pregnant, they said to us that we would need to find an egg donor if we were wanting to have a baby. 
Uh, and without hesitation, my best friend Becky just said, my eggs are yours if you want them. So you didn't actually ask her? No, no, she just offered. Wow. Right. Um, that is the kind of angel that she is. <laughs> how long have you known Becky? Ooh, 17 years, I think. So school buddies? Uh, no, we started working together long time ago and so right. we've known each other yeah tell us about her she is amazing she has um twin girls Mackenzie mm-hmm. and jasmine so elwood has two beautiful sisters she's just an absolute angel she would do anything for anyone i'm just thinking about this trying to put myself in your situation mm-hmm. and i'm thinking massive challenge massive and then someone turns around and essentially gives you the ability to have the gift of the little man you've One got. One thing that we've always wanted, yeah. What a amazing situation. Yep. So I'm lost for words often mm. when people ask me about it because there are just no words to describe that feeling yeah. and the amazing outcome that we've had. Yep. Yeah. And how is her relationship with Elwood? Oh, just... besties. Absolute <laughs> besties. <laughs> <laughs> how does it make you appreciate of it? Oh, a thousand times more than I think if mm. we'd gotten pregnant naturally. It's just... It's a miracle, really. Yeah. Do you think you have another one? Well, we have one embryo left, frozen, but I think it's too soon to say. I think we're still recovering from the no-sleep newborn stage. Yeah, so right. Ben and I will just wait a little while, but, you know, yeah. one might be enough. Yeah. Our little miracle boy might be enough. <laughs> right. Um, and Ben getting the chance to become a dad, like you've, to, as a mum, how has he gone he, taking this all in He's stride? amazing. Everyone calls Elwood Mini Ben because he yep. looks exactly like <laughs> his dad. <laughs> yep, and he's just, he's a brilliant dad. He's been getting yep. up at 4.30 in the morning before he goes to work so I can get some sleep before my day starts with Elwood. So, yeah. That's right, isn't <laughs> yes, it, mate? Darling. Daddy's doing a good job, yeah? <laughs> we're talking about you. All right, well, we're going to get um, Becky in. She doesn't know why she's here and you can... Um, Say some of that to her face and thank her personally for what she's given you. Thank you, guys. SAFM's Thank Bank with Deck and Soda. This morning we've got Alison in here from Morfitt Vale and she is thanking her friend Becky who donated her eggs so that Alison and her husband could have beautiful baby Elwood who's six months old and uh, winning lots of hearts in here this morning. Now, Becky's outside the studio. She has no idea what's happening. Let's bring her in. Righto. Okay, Alison. Here's Becky. Now tell us, what would you like to say? I want to say to you, thank you for Elwood. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) And thank you for everything you did to help us have him. It's okay. I wouldn't do it for anyone else. Oh, my goodness. Oh, they're hugging while um, Soda cuddles baby Elwood. <laughs> little, I've got a new best buddy here now because little Elwood and I are having a little bit of fun here. Oh. I'm just saying how great it is to hold a little one again and seeing their little hands. He's such a precious little he boy. Um, Becky, it's a remarkable story that uh, Alison has shared with us. You volunteered straight away after they were obviously struggling to conceive and you went, right, well, I can help you out here. Did you hesitate? Uh, no, 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 you didn't. In my own brain, no. I had to check yeah. with my husband, my family, just to make sure yep. they were on board. But for me, not for a second. It's an amazing <laughs> situation, and the bond between you guys is obviously very strong for you to volunteer your eggs. But the bond now must be yeah. closer than sisters. Yeah, it's amazing. And people often say, "What's what's he going to call Becky? Is Auntie Becky?" And I was like, "No, it's it's his Becky. It's more than anything <laughs> yeah. else. There's no." Yeah. 
There's no word for it. He's so cute. Yeah. Soda is looking very comfortable. He's brilliant. Him. I love it. I haven't held a little baby like this for so long. I think we can little hang baby. out for the rest of the day, yeah? Oh, yeah. Tell you what, I might be ready to go around again. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. I'm not quite sure about that. But anyway. Alison, what does Becky's act of kindness mean to you? I think I've tried to convey this so many times and there are just no words to say how amazing this is and you are such an absolute angel and I love you so much. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I can't. Yeah, there really are no words for it. No. Mm. Like when it's something that when you're trying to have a baby and it's not working, that heartache and seeing you go through that really broke my heart for all those years. <laughs> it just, all I wanted to do was fix it for you. But, you know, it generally takes two people to make a baby, so I have to stand by and go, I hope it'll happen one day. And then I got to help, and it happened. This time it took three. (laughs) Takes three to make a baby. Well, it's true, isn't it? It's taken three people to make a baby, which is amazing. So this little fella here won't realise for a few more years yet how special this whole situation is. Oh, you lost your touch. I don't need to get upset, mate. I mean, take it easy. Uh, I think it's just absolutely brilliant. and Becky, we have a few things for you to help Alison say thank you. So Becky, your twin girls are about to turn how old? They'll be nine. Right, early, early next, next year. year. Yeah, um, and you're keen to head up to the Gold Coast for their birthday. We are. Right, well, your good buddy Alison has told us that there are a few things that you'd like to do. So we've got some surprises for you and your family. So we've organised the Cotton Top Tamarin Encounter at Corumban Wildlife Sanctuary. For the family oh to do. <laughs> and we're going to send you to Movie World, Wet and Wild and Sea World while you're up there as well. Get it. Oh, yeah. All the worlds. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yep. I'm shaking. <laughs> and then we think that uh, you and uh, your partner might need a bit of quality time before or after that. So we've got a little staycation for you at Hotel Alba, Adelaide's newest hotel in the city. Oh. Wow, thank you. And then we've got a luxurious spa day for you at Blue Lagoon Float and Spa as well. Oh, my goodness. Wow. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You deserve it. Oh, thank you. You deserve that and so much more. Well, Alison and Becky, um, I think your story is remarkable. It's amazing. And it's like a friendship on steroids in a way, isn't it? Because you've gone way above... What a friend could even do for a friend normally. So um, yeah. you've given the gift of life to to your best friend. Yeah. It's something not many people get to do when I was yep. lucky enough to, yeah, be able to help them with this, go through the process and now see this beautiful family and how happy they are, how well they're doing. It's just everything. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you so much. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Soda, I know you're a marathon runner. Sometimes you come into the studio with your medals around your neck? Never in my life. <laughs> I do not, and I have not. And you always rip your husband, Big Jim, because Jim uh, likes to do a big run. Yes. My husband is a runner. Yep. I think he trains for marathons because it allows him to get out of the house for many, many hours on the weekend as he's training for a marathon. I think there is nothing better than getting out there and uh, doing your exercise because you know what? It affects your mind positively as well yeah. as your body. It's a great thing to do. How do you know someone's done a marathon? Oh, they'll tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> the first marathon my husband ever did was the Great Ocean Road Marathon mm-hmm. and we were going out for dinner that night and I think he was wearing his medal. And the waitress came over and said, what can I get for you? And he said, I run a marathon today. <laughs> it's a wonderful achievement, though. Good on him. Weren't you not supporting him? I said, just get him the... 
prawn cocktail and a glass of shut the hell oh. up. Oh. <laughs> That's, you should be on. celebrating. It's a wonderful achievement. I do think life that, changing. That level of endurance and training um, is is absolutely um, very respectable. I just Res- respectable. <laughs> it's better than respectable. It's admirable. It's inspirational. I have lost another member of my family to the marathon club on the weekend. Um, my fourteen year old, or our fourteen year old, I get well probably James's. Um, it's definitely his. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I meant it's definitely his because she ran a marathon, but also definitely right. his because I know that. Wow. Are you sure? <laughs> Caught myself there, didn't I? Keep going. You can do a DNA test. <laughs> um, Miller ran a half marathon oh, on the weekend, 21.1 Ks at yep. the age of 14. Yeah. Very, very proud of her with very little training as well, bless That's her. That's a wonderful achievement. Down yeah. at McLaren Vale, there Down was yeah. the half marathon, wasn't there? Is that yeah. what they were? Yeah, the McLaren Vale half marathon. So very proud of her. I've but now they're talk- they sat at the dinner table last night talking splits and bloody PBs and Fantastic. medals. What's the next one they're going to do? You should be very proud of her. Like at 14 to run 21 Ks isn't a huge effort. Well done, Miller. Yeah, well done, Mill. Very proud mm, yeah. of you, yeah. um, When did you do yours first? Um, I did a marathon when I was in year seven. What? <laughs> yeah. Because what? back then you didn't have to be 18 and get it signed. So I just said to my mum... Because I watched Robert DiCostello run a few and win gold medals, I thought that looks pretty handy. So I said, to him, "If I get, um, if I run a marathon, can I have Monday off school?" She said, "What's mm. a marathon?" I said, "It's a fun run." So she signed the form, mm. and I went down there on my own when I was in year seven and um, ran along, got halfway, I was okay, and then I really started to struggle. And then uh, I was sort of walking, fell asleep um, at the St Kilda Marina down in Melbourne. Well, you had a power nap. Too. Fell asleep. I was absolutely <laughs> stuffed. Oh, And there were two ladies sitting down on their deck chairs, and I sat down with them, and they said, you want a can of lemonade? I went, sure. It was that long ago the lemonade was in a steel can, not an aluminium can. (laughs) And I remember picking the jelly beans up off the ground, and I said, I'm just going to have a little rest here, and I fell asleep for half an hour. Then a lady goes, you better go and finish, laddie. (laughs) And I got up and finished, and my mum had been waiting at the finish line for three hours because she didn't know. I just said, it's in the city, it finishes. And she was waiting for three hours. And the best part was, you know what? I got the day off school because I was so badly sunburned. I had three days off school. I couldn't move. See? What's it's fun great. about that? Because many years later, I still feel fantastic for doing it. Miller, well done, you little star. Well done, Miller. Doesn't matter what mum says. You keep running. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda's Morning Quickie. Newsreader M joins us with what's making headlines this morning. Well, good morning, guys. It's a bit going on, M, isn't there? Isn't there? Wow. Well, we'll quickly just cover off, you mentioned in the hook, Uh, so Paul McCartney is in town? Yeah. So his concert opens up here on Wednesday. Yeah, Yeah. and he arrived on Sunday. That seems very early to arrive in Adelaide. I mean, why wouldn't you? Got to get around. He'd be cruising around at the moment. So, hey, give us a yell if you spot Paul McCartney or Mm. if you've seen him, if you got here yesterday morning. Yeah. Um, He's brilliant, isn't he? You've got to remember, he is one of the most iconic people in the history of music. I can't believe he's in Adelaide. Yeah. I wonder if he's going to go to Adelaide Central Market and have a Luxor like George Lucas did that time, just by himself. Remember George that? Lucas? No, he was at the Myers yeah. Centre. Oh, was it? Was it? Yeah. No. <laughs> I he, was he was at the market. Sitting no, no, in the literally food court, food court. <laughs> of the Myers Centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't even at the market no. getting a cultural experience. No. <laughs> oh, that was the food court. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have been anywhere. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, give us a call thirteen ten sixty if you spot Paul McCartney. Yeah. yeah. Good luck Absolutely. if you go into the concert. That'd be an awesome one to go to on Wednesday. And night. if you're streaming us on the listener. Perhaps, Paul. Um, let it be. <laughs>
no. No, sorry, Paul. Oh, no. sorry. I just tried to think of one something wow. that was the first thing that came Why to mind. Why don't you say, Paul, um, you can drive my car or something? Maybe well, apparently he's going to do a virtual duet using AI with John Lennon. How oh, incredible. Right. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I wish I had tickets. Mm. <laughs> uh, also, up in the hills, gosh, shoppers running for their lives yesterday at Sterling are two 14-year-old boys um, are going to be charged, mm. possibly with arson, uh, over the massive $15 million blaze. That is a big fire. 14-year-old boys responsible yep. for $15 million yep. worth of damage. Imagine their parents. You would yeah. lose your mind. Well, the Woolies um, at Sterling, but then it also, there's a bit of a centre there. There's a few other little shops and cafes, mm. and they've all got $15 million. Um, And did you see on the news, there was a bloke, uh, while all the fires going up, there's a bloke still scanning his goods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thinking, mate, I, I reckon there's a fair chance you just put him in the bag and go. I mean, well, the stuff's gone. Stock's gone. No. Might as well fill up and go. I love it. Do the trolley rush. And start like, throwing it all in. I've got to do Sunday meal prep. <laughs> it's not going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> that is absolutely yeah. devastating damage. Horrific. Wow. Yep. Someone who did put it in the bag and go is the infamous bicycle bandit. Oh, yeah. So um, a 73-year-old O'Sullivan mm. Beach man has been charged over the uh, hold-ups at banks between mm. 2004 and 2014. He said duck off on a bike. Yeah, let's have a look at Remember how Seven that? reported it last night. Seven News can exclusively reveal police will allege that person is Kim Parsons, a former police officer and at the time of some of his offending, a firefighter with the MFS. Whoa, whoa, what? whoa, hold up. A what? firefighter with the MFS. Yep, that's apparently the ago, report. Do you know this man? Uh, I do. I do recall that oh, name. Oh, really? I do recall that person. Um, he worked in the city at times. Um and, yeah, I think they, they said they reckon he was doing the jobs while he was actually a firefighter. Wow. Yeah, that's scary. Nice. But he was, like, and I think the last one he did at Mount Pleasant, he was actually discharged a gun and was shooting at the door. I mean, that's bloody frightening. You can yeah. only imagine um, if you've been you know, working in a bank when someone's coming mm-hmm. to do that. You affect people's lives massively. Like, what a horrible situation. But you never know who's up to something in your own in sort your of own workforce, office. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, wow. 20 years he got away with it. Yep. He's going to the big house now, Gets no doubt. I think the, the blood, he got done by the blood when he jumped the fence is apparently mm. what has been alleged, alleged and they were able to track yep. him down later with DNA advancements. Wow, yeah, the bicycle band. I remember yeah. that so clearly. Yeah, in the hills. A... Well, you would have been reading the news when I, it happened. I reckon I was. Yeah, you would have to have been, definitely, because yeah. it was 04. I think he did yeah, was. Uh, He did about nine of them between 04 and 09 and then did another one in 2014. Mm. Justice mm. always catches up yeah. with you. Yeah. You so do the crime. Put away. That's right. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Soda, you know I say you can call me anytime. Of course. But 6.17am on a Saturday morning. No. Woke up to a missed call from you on Saturday morning. I was like, what? Scary stuff, mate. I've got to say, it was absolutely frightening. I woke up, right, and I've gone, oh, my God. I've looked at my phone because I could see a bit of daylight through the blinds, and I've gone, oh, no. I've missed my alarm, and I saw it was about quarter past six, and I'm panicking. I'm running around going, I'm going to be late for work. I'm going to be late. So I've rang you, no answer. Rang our boss, Flack, no answer. And then I'm sitting there having a shower, just going, oh, no, I can't find my keys. And I was in an absolute panic. You know that feeling? It's horrific. Yeah, but usually you feel feel it for a second, go, oh, my God, I slept through my alarm. And then you go, oh, no, hang on a minute. It's Saturday. No, didn't even get that far. got up, showered. Yep. 
Yep, and I was running around the house, and then uh, I think I've, I've <laughs> rang the boss, going, mate, I can't find my keys, I'm so sorry, uh, I'm late for work, oh my God. And then he called me back as I was in okay. a panic. He's here. Black's here. So oh. you got an early morning wake-up call on Saturday morning as well, mate. I was 6.18. So. Oh, I went to bed no. first. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Nice. Um, and I was like, oh, this this can't be good. What's get like, What's you, you panic, you know. Of course. Um, it's like there's a, there's, a, there's a rule with my mum. If she ever calls me during work hours, I answer the phone, who's died? Yeah, yeah right. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. So it's sort of calling me on a Saturday morning. I'm like, oh. Yeah, crap. but mate, yeah. you got to realise I couldn't have died and called you. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was half asleep. I know, but eh? also yeah. the day after the team day, yeah. like something could have happened after you left. Exactly. Well, and mate, it, I certainly wasn't drinking at the team day. I went to work afterwards, yeah. so it had nothing to do with that. So I called him back, and I'm like, what's going on, mate? He's like, oh, I'm running late. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Flack. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's Saturday. <laughs> Also, if you had been 17 minutes late, yep. we would have rung you. Didn't you wonder why you didn't have any missed calls from us? No, mate, I was in a panic. But the you show know this... starts at six, mate. Yeah. I know. This, Not I thought, on a Saturday. We start at seven. <laughs> I thought, oh, well, you clearly don't care. Um, I, but you know that panic. Uh, but I reckon, like afterwards, I fell back asleep and I woke up and going, hang on, did that happen? I reckon I was like sleepwalking because it didn't feel like it was actually really happening until later. I think it could have been in some sort of trance. Well, look, I'm just glad you're okay. Everything's okay. I just remember hanging up, putting my phone back down on the charger, rolling over to my fiance and going, soda's cooked. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck, we love getting tips to work out what we need to be watching, particularly streaming as well. Lisa Wolford joins us, National Entertainment Writer for News Corp. Oh, Lisa, welcome along. You come bearing gifts. I do. Do you want me to say exactly what I've brought in with Absolutely. me? Absolutely. <laughs> what, what is it? So it's, it's, it's salted caramel, oh, yeah. goodness, with dark chocolate, toasted almonds, and actually it's got saladas in it for a... Oh, right. Wow. Hmm. That okay. gives it the crack. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right. right. You've found your way into our hearts, Lisa. Morning tea is suited. All right, Lisa, okay, what do we need to be watching? Look, Beckham. Have you watched Beckham? I've seen it. I haven't. I've seen that famous uh, quote of uh, Victoria saying she went to school in a Rolls Royce. (laughs) That she was middle class and working class kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm obsessed with it, and not just because Bex has, you know, aged incredibly well. Mm. <laughs> he actually looks better now than he did when he was younger. Don't you reckon? And Absolutely. his voice as well, because, you know, back in the day, you'd be like, don't speak. Exactly. Yes. Just, just stand there and look pretty with your hair. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. But now, I reckon yep. he's, yeah, his voice is lowered a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, quite apart from Bex um, and Posh, mm. it's just a magnificent sort of filmmaking viewing experience. Mm. So you don't have to be a soccer fan, clearly. Not at all, but it's kind of converted me a little bit. Mm. Okay. Well, we were sort of on board after the Matildas anyway, weren't we? So this will get us even more across the line. Right, but men's soccer is always so much more dramatic. Don't you reckon the women just, you know, get on with it? Whereas men tend to be a bit of a... Yeah, there's a little drama and everything. The one thing I thought was great, Lise, is the diversity of people that appear in it. Like, it's quite amazing. It's not just a few people. It's just about everyone involved in his life is Absolutely. in this doco. Even Sir Alex, who he famously yep. had a falling out with, mm. came back and, and, you know, talked about it. Everybody. Yeah. They got everybody from huge... I mean, obviously, I don't know all the soccer names like you, yes. um, <laughs> But, you know, from Real Madrid yep. to yep. AC Milan to... Yeah. Um, Do you know the one thing that I'd forgotten about? And I was fortunate enough to spend some time... I lived in England for a year around the time when he was huge... Um, I forgot how much he was hated 
by the English public who mm. loved him at one stage then loved him again, but because he got sent off in one of the World Cup games, they went to town on him. And the, and the coach didn't help him either. I, no. I didn't know all of this, but mm. the coach mm. uh, said at the time at the press conference, basically blamed him for their loss, like for one he did. Wow. player. Yep. Blamed him for the yep. loss. And, yeah, I didn't realise, you know, they hung effigies of him. There. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that either. Yeah. But yeah. obviously a very strong man to get through that. Yeah, I, you can see he's quite open about how his mental health suffered mm. a yep. few times. But there's a lot of fun as well. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. makes it sound like but yep. there's a lot of fun and interplay between Bex and Posh. Good. They seem to have a really good relationship. Yeah, they do. Even this far down the track. Um, and Beck, it starts with him actually making honey with the, in his little bee suit. Um, and then I think she says, you should market this stuff and call it um, Bex's sticky stuff. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I don't like that. And then he went, oh, yeah, no, maybe it will <laughs> And uh, he's completely OCD as well. Did you? I'll tell you one thing that you'd love. What about his wardrobe? His wardrobe is arranged immaculately, including we see his underwear drawer. Um, but also he has a rack where he places his outfits for the week. <gasps> Stop it. Yes. Mm. It is absolutely amazing. It's like walking into a fashion store, mm -hmm. his walk-in wardrobe. Wow. Good for a perv? Good for a perv. But also, I, I want to, you know, get away from that. Mm. I didn't just watch it for a perv. I'm not repeat watching it for a perv. I'm yes. watching it for more uh, learning about the company. You repeat watching it? <laughs> it's that good. Right. It's that good. I'll get on to it. Uh, it's Netflix too. It is Netflix streaming now. Good on you, Lise. Great to have you here. We'll speak to you again soon. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh my gosh, look at these trending topics. These celebrity news are making news today and uh, Taylor Swift's Era's Stadium Tour film. Um, we premiered it on Friday night with a lot of our listeners heading along. I hope you enjoyed it. It was massive, I think, wasn't it? At the Mitchum Wallace Cinema. Yeah, so huge went off. night. So it was released around the world at the same time. Yeah, well, Taylor premiered it, remember, with Beyonce like the night before or yeah. whatever, but the world premiere we had on Friday night, um, everyone got an SAFM little friendship bracelet. But what I didn't realise is that because it's a concert, it is becoming an actual concert where people are standing up, singing, dancing. Um, here's a little bit of audio from one of them. They're into blank space, aren't they? Oh, look at you knowing your Taylor Swift music. <laughs> so that's a Sydney cinema, yeah. obviously. Imagine, though, if you're just Sunday afternoon, you're just like, I just want to sit in the corner and watch this, and you've got people singing and dancing, screaming the lyrics, so you can't even hear Taylor singing them herself. Well, they were actually running down to the front area of the cinema yeah. and turning it into a dance floor. Yeah. I feel like Pretty there cool. should be separate... I feel like I'm Karen over here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there should be a screening if you want to get up and sing and dance, and then right. like a quiet... Active participating yeah. or passively watching. Or just passively like watching the sound of music. Popcorn. They do sing along yeah, sound of music. I think right. you should specify okay. because I think I would just like to watch it peacefully without <laughs> everyone screaming, <laughs> singing the songs. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway. No, like you don't think <laughs> We know which one Soda's going Okay, to. Um, Prince William and mm. Prince George have been snapped at the Rugby World Cup mm -hmm. in France. So they've just popped over to France. France for the weekend. Uh, they were watching the match between Wales and Argentina because uh, William is a patron of the Welsh Rugby mm -hmm. Union. Yep. Now, he's been snapped having a little bit of a go at Prince George, who's only 10. I feel like he's been around longer than that. He looks older. He's got that kind of 
I don't know, smug arrogance about him, this oh, child. Well, hang on. <laughs> oh, poor kid. What has I he know. got? Smug he, arrogance. He's a smug kid. I can oh, tell just by on. looking at him. And he's obviously done something wrong because the future king of England, William, has been wagging his finger at him. But do you know what I want to point out here? Mm. If you're listening, Kate, because mm. I know Kate and I go way back, sometimes we'll have a chat. Don't send your 10-year-old kid to a football game in a suit and tie. He's in a suit. He's got a red tie. <laughs> he's at the footy. Put him in a rugby top and some mm. sneakers and some mm. chinos, Kate. Well, maybe he was in a special box where you had to wear the collar and tie, although I didn't really see too many suits that size. No. no. Let him be a kid. William can wear a tie if you want. Oh, my God. Also, William's hair is pretty much gone. <laughs> well, I'm really just criticising. Wow. William <laughs> needs to shave his head. He'd be much hotter. And George oh. needs to live out his childhood in even some tracky dacks, mate, or some little shorts. What did you say that he has? Smug, arrogant demeanour. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Loosen up, Loosen up. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. If you call into our show on 131060 at any time, you quite often hear the wonderful voice of producer Rachel. Um, she is a little whiz, magnificent at her job, but also preparing for her upcoming wedding, which is around about a month away. She is our bridezilla, and mm. she's off today. And uh, never take a day off work because uh, your colleagues will talk about you, which is <laughs> what I'm about to do. So just some of the examples of what we've heard over the past couple of weeks as she's preparing for her wedding. Now, her partner, Lockie, great guy. He's a tradie, down to earth, wonderful fella. Mm. She has said that when she's walking down the aisle, if Lockie's standing up at the altar and there are no tears, she's going to walk back to the top mm. of the aisle yeah. and wait until she sees tears from Lockie before she even starts to walk. She's also calling it Rachel's Wedding featuring Lockie. Absolutely. <laughs> well, She's your genuine bridezilla, no doubt. I wasn't sure because she's talked about it a lot on the show and I thought maybe she was adding a little bit of mayo mm. just for comic mm -hmm. value. Well, I went to her hen's night on the weekend and I can tell you that that is no act. <laughs> she right. is out of control. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel. No, she'll be sleeping in. Yeah. So she had a photo wall that said mm -hmm. Rachel's hands on it. And she, um, as people arrived, she was standing there with her veil. She looked beautiful. Absolutely stunning. She's going to be a gorgeous bride. She said, form a line. And I'm, yeah. line up for your single shots with me. That, now, would, that would be the type of Get uh, in a line and say. have your single shots with me. Anyway, I was I lined up yeah. and I got to my spot and we were sort of having a having our photo and I was kind of I was kind of stiff. I wasn't relaxed. And mm. she just looked me up and down and said, what is wrong with you today? You're not bringing the vibes. <laughs> Step it up. Then she yells out, maids, maids, get her a drink because she wanted to loosen me up because I wasn't vibey enough in that my is, single photo opportunity with her. That is so good. <laughs> she is absolutely 100% authentic and legitimate. How did the day roll out? Uh, there was a topless waiter. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then, unfortunately, I had to go before they brought a nude bloke in to, what? for oh. a painting. Nude what do you mean? still life. Oh. What? They were going to paint the guy like in body no, paint? No, not paint on him. Paint him as oh, the model. Okay. Oh, everyone got to paint him. Yeah, yeah, he just stood there with his everything out yeah, right. and, and painted. Right. Him, you missed that. I, I, I missed that, but I saw some of the girls' pictures and I don't know if it was to scale, but she got the model. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. I've had a strained relationship with our new dog, Wolfie. He's a oh, yes. Samoyed cross mm. and he took an instant disliking to me when we brought him home. You're missing the lead here. He's a rescue dog. Oh, yeah. Did I mention? Yeah, just saved his life. That's all. Yeah. No biggie. No biggie. Mm. But he came home. He pooed on my Nana's 
rug. He lifted his leg on my side of the bed. Mm. He has torn every door inside and out of our house to shreds. And I hated him. I've got mm. to admit. Oh, he also ran away and nearly drowned. That's right. He did yeah. too. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Is he coming around? He he and I have taken some time on our relationship. We've brought in a counsellor. We've had a dog whisperer. Yeah. And I actually really love him now. Right. So you're actually coming around, not Wolfie. Yeah. Oh, I think I think it's mutual because he will often walk up the steps to our bedroom. Mm. We've got these wooden steps and I can hear him coming up the steps and then he'll come and sit on the bed with me. So I heard those footsteps the other day and I said, oh, is that my beautiful big boy? Is that my big boy? And then standing at the door was not my big boy, Wolfie, but my husband, Jay, <laughs> with his tongue out. <laughs> He's got the same gait as Wolfie. Yeah. Sound yeah. The same. very excited. And I went, ah, oh, I thought it was the dog. And he's like, well, and I was like, no. Nah. What? No, no, no. But I have a voice. How did you speak I talked to, to Wolfie. I was like, come on, my beautiful big boy. Come in here, you big boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Everybody has a dog voice that they talk to their dog in. Pets can actually melt people, can't they? <laughs> they can. Especially when you, who uh, sometimes can just go and lash out at me, <laughs> and then you're sitting there talking to your mm. little dog like that. <laughs> He's yeah. a big dog. He's a big boy. He's a beautiful oh big boy, aren't okay. you? I'd rather you lash out at me. Uh, thirteen ten sixty. Give us a call. All right, we've got a two hundred dollar pet stock voucher. This will look after all your dog food Ooh, for a little while. Nice. Um, what we need you to do, thirteen ten sixty. Can you? You have to talk to us in your dog voice yeah. that you talk to your yep, dog, yep. and you cannot break character. <laughs> no. Right? Okay. You ready to go? Thirteen ten sixty. Give us a call. All right, Crystal from Burton. Uh, hi, Crystal. Hi. Crystal, you're Come meant on. to be. To- uh, who's your dog? <laughs> Scouty baby. <laughs> what do you love about Scout? I love Scouty because she's so cute. Oh my God. That's and a, that's a, I give her tree. <laughs> that's a Kylie Jenner voice, is that right? It so is. <laughs> okay. All right, pretend you're talking to Scout right now. What would you usually say to Scout? Scouty baby. I've made you some treats. <laughs> <laughs> Tegan from Adelaide. Okay, Tegan, give us your best dog voice. Hello, my boy. Can I go walkie? Do you want treats? Yes, y'all. Come on. <laughs> what's, what's the dog's name there? His name's Dio. Oh, okay. Give yeah. us another little taste there, Tegan. Do you want to go for walkies? Come on. Oh, you said you're a good boy. <laughs> How old are you, Tegan? I'm 13. Oh, well played. Mm. Very good okay. voice. And now Theo's super excited and wants to go for a walk. Mm. Okay, let's go to Stacey in Windsor Gardens. Give us your dog voice. Okay. Hello, my beautiful girl. You're so cute. I love you so much. You're so cute. I love you. <laughs> a bit of grunting going on there, Stace. <laughs> What are the dogs called? Jaeger and Boo. Oh, Boo. Like mm. Pistol and Boo. Pistol and Boo. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Johnny Depp. Orlando from the Adelaide Hills. Okay, Orlando, give it to us. Hello, boys. How are you going? <laughs> if you don't get the trick right, you can try again. Good boy. <laughs> Orlando, how old are you? I'm 11. Oh, God. <laughs> Orlando. I, I thought I was going to hear a 35-year-old bloke then talk on the end of that. Um, that's fantastic, yeah. Orlando. What are your dogs called? Murphy and Clifford. Oh, <laughs> sounds like you've inhaled um, 
for a balloon, a helium balloon. A helium. Oh, good on you, Orlando. Right, eh? <laughs> okay, Evie in Bankshire Park, give us your dog voice. Hey, guys. My name's Hank. I'm a big Italian mastiff. <laughs> oh, you're actually you're becoming you're a dog. You're the dog. You're character. Even you're the dog. This is fantastic. I thought I'd better introduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> what Hank, a good boy uh, you what's are. your favourite hobbies? I like to chew up sticks and rocks. <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> My lord. Right, Thank more. you, um, uh, Evie and Hank. Uh, Tash from Hillbank. Uh, all right, give it to us. What's the dog voice? Good morning, beautiful boy. Did you have a good sleep? Are you hungry? Let's go get some food. Mama loves you. <laughs> Oh my God. I am not alone. We are all absolutely mad. Oh, my God. Uh, Tash, thank you so much. Yeah, nice work. Um, we've got to give away. This is fantastic, yeah. isn't it? A $200 pet stock voucher. Uh, we've still got Orlando on the phone. Yeah, I think so. Orlando. Orlando, are you there? Yeah, I am. Orlando, give us a little bit of uh, what you say to Murphy and Clifford again. Hello, what are you doing? <laughs> do you want to do a twit for me? If you don't get it right first time, you can try again. <laughs> Orlando, we love you. You've got a $200 pet stock voucher, buddy. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, mate, you have a great day. Uh, to everyone that was uh, bold enough to give us their dog voice, thank mm. you so much. You want to go walking? You want to go for a walk? <laughs> get your lead and take you for a walk. <laughs> no, I want to go home. SAFM's Beck and Soda. In life, there are unanswerable questions. These are not those, but damn it, they're close. My head hurts, so it must be time for the Riddle Man. Righto, Beck, here it is. A weekend staycation ready to go, right? So you've got dinner for two. Okay. You've got uh, Wallace movies you can go to, and you've also got a night stay at the magnificent Hotel Alba in the CBD, which is a brilliant hotel. That is Adelaide's newest inner city retreat. It is. So how easy is that? Give us a call, 131060, if you'd like to get away for the night, Hotel Alba. You've got dinner, and you've also got uh, a night at Wallace Cinemas. All right, Beck, here we go. What do the numbers 11, you got a pen? Yeah, I've got a pen. Write down number 11. Write down number 69, and write down number 88. Right, what do those numbers have in common? 11, 69, and 88. Right? You got an idea? I think I've got it. Really? <gasps> first time ever. I Come think on. I've got it. I think I've got it. The first time ever. Mm. 11, 88, yeah, and 69. Well, think, what have they got, got in it. common? Right. <laughs> this is, this you got is it? amazing. I you you it. look happy and excited. You reckon you've got it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, 13, 10, 60. Give us a buzz and we will whack you through. Kerry from Davron Park. Kerry, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Hey, Kez, here we go. The numbers 11, 69 and 88. This is for a weekend staycation. What have they got in common? They're the numbers. <laughs> no, they are. <laughs> no, they are. Kez, well, you, you're right. You can't argue with that. They are, but, but that is um, that is incorrect. All right, have a look at the calls coming through. This I is a full it. When you write it board. down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Renee from Salisbury Park. G'day, Renee. Hi, how you going? Good. Okay, Renee, 11, 69 and 88. What's so special about the numbers? Um, if you turn them upside down, they're the same. Spot on. There you go. <laughs> how easy was that, Renee? Oh, man. Oh, nice. Hey, congratulations. You have <laughs> Thank pick- you. You picked up a night at the uh, Hotel Albert in the CBD. Great place. <laughs> 
Dinner for two and off to the flicks as well. Thanks to Wallace Cinemas. Oh, awesome. Thank you. There you go. Well done, Renee. How Renee, excited are you? I'm so excited. This is the first one I've got ever, I think. Did you write it down or could you just picture the numbers in your head? I just got it in my head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well done. As soon as Beck wrote them down, I just saw her eyes light up and she spun the paper upside down <laughs> and uh, went, wow. Mm. There you go. Congratulations. Well done. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.